if you remember when you listened in the beginning of New Year, I I've started and then I mentioned that we will continue throughout the new year certain mm, points. I'm going to take the second point today. I just want to expand or expose them more clearly. Um, and so in, in, in the process, I'll open up, show you all these um, points. But first, we're going to read from Joshua. It's the Joshua who who miraculously won the victory and the next day he failed just miraculously. And the same Joshua who loves God, seeks God's will, which I'm not going to read the whole story, but I encourage you to know it, to get to know the story. Read the, the chapters 9, 8, 9, and going to read from Joshua 8, 1. Then the Lord said to Joshua, Do not be afraid or discouraged. Take all your fighting men and attack I, for I have, for I have given you the king of A, his people, his town, and his land. Joshua, he he has seen Moses. He grew up in a house filled with faith and trust in God. He was seeking God's God's advice, God's uh, help. Joshua asked God, and 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 the Lord re replied. He told the Lord replied to him, and what. And then we read uh, furthermore in chapter 9, from verse 14. Um, the a part of Israelites decided to to trick Mo to trick Joshua. So, uh, so it says in these verses. So the Israelites examined their food but they did not consult the Lord. Then Joshua made a peace treaty with them and guaranteed their safety, and the leaders of the community ratified their agreement with a bind binding oath. The principle that shows here that the Lord's guidance uh, being carefully listening to what God is saying is the only way to victory and you see that you cannot just learn one pattern one formula and then apply it every situation of your life um, you see you can always know the Bible by heart the verses but all of our life story is following God's spirit, God's guidance. Um, you see, sometimes, sometimes we think we know how to sort out certain situations, and we work on our own effort, uh, understanding. But 
if we come to this point where see um it didn't work uh, we failed then most of us turn to god we turn to god and we see that god starts to speak to show us to reveal us things but but sometimes in that uh, the devil can come and say to start uh, saying that wow you are amazing because you are so good the way you obey god the way you listen to god you you're better than anyone else even better than pastor you can come and tell so many testimonies see sometimes after victories come the biggest fails because the devil knows the weaknesses that we can easily fall and be deceived by our our pride um and after the victory we should we should not like relax and give up and just start running around and and just and pr um, just testifying how 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 amazing situation turned out i wasn't supposed to talk about this but maybe somebody needs to listen to hear this um never should we stop walking with hearing god it's about not i'm not talking about small things like what kind of shoes should i wear today what kind of toothpaste i should use i'm talking about the flexibility of the heart how easily it can be mended um um but learning how to ask god uh, his guidance and advice in every situation even the smallest things it kind of trains your heart to be ready to listen to god to hear him when he talks in important decisions of life and when that big difficult situation comes if you're not prepared if your heart is not trained it's going to be a problem um and if you remember how i taught about four steps that we always have to apply when walking with god so the first is the prayer so what do you first do when a problem comes when struggle difficulty come it's you don't rush to call your friends for advice pastor for advice or start blaming your spouse but we pray come to god we humble and bow down before god and then as a result there has to come peace that come peace in the heart where you calm down and you're ready to hear god ready to receive instructions from god second point from these steps humbleness and repentance um 
I just like to analyze people. Um, sometimes I just observe people, observe you, observe how you live, and I see that people are very similar um, concerning this uh, this step. A lot of people uh, fall down in this step when we cry out to God when it seems like everyone against you, everyone mm, wants to just, they kind of came mm, against you but uh, it's when we look into ourselves but then when you blame yourself when you have this kind of guilt unable to forgive yourself it's kind of a way of it's self-righteousness and pride um, God is calling you to follow him to healing to forgiveness not living in this looking always concentrating on yourself how you were hurt how you could do such a fail it's it's impossible and you're analyzing it but god doesn't erase your life when it just, he doesn't completely remove certain fails or results of fail of our lives because he can use all the situations for good do not try to escape the real repentance the real acknowledgement of of your fails you see people say how they concentrate on their emotions how they felt they spent the whole day repenting crying laying on the floor and then you walk out the next day and you you face the same situation that the same obstacle um, and you fail again but it's the all life struggle all life fight it's about everyday fight and the desire to work with ourselves um, even if we do not become fully perfect but we can have that assurance that Christ is perfect in me and I can walk into eternity with confidence and peace God um, we saw in the example of Adam and Eve how they were hiding from God and what they started doing was blaming one another it's the adam was adam was um blaming eve eve was blaming the snake and it's such a shame though that people knew what happened they knew the what they did wrong they what they had to do they had a chance to admit to repent to just completely humble down and uh, admit that they 
made a big mistake. They failed. Um, when you fully commit, you fully accept what you have done. You admit your your weakness, and that's how the true repentance look like. Looks like without any blames, without any excuses. But you see, always people when when they just come to apologize, and that moment when you have to admit you have done something wrong. But there's always that another part that wants to justify yourself, that wants to find mm, excuse of your actions, and it's this pride that can destroy families, relationships, friendships, um, destroy lives. Um, so today, choose to do what you have to do. It's God's. It's the gift of God's mercy that He still gives. He knocks on on the door, and you're still hearing that knocking. He's giving you that chance of repentance and humble, humble down. When I I um, become a Christian when I was 21, and but sometimes I was wishing I came to Christ even sooner because I lost a lot of things. I failed a lot. I had a lot of fails. Where you um, just people are old and they regret a lot of things in life. Um, but God gave us these steps to avoid failing, avoid big falls in life. If we follow His rules, if we operate in His given rules in life, just like Azau, when he he gave his firstborn rights for for soup and he only later realized what he did that and it says later that he only re realized what what he had and what he has had lost and he was really regretting doing so but he didn't find that peace um because regretting and repenting is different is is two different things only when we truly repent uh, we bow before god admit then comes the healing and restoration um another moment is in the story of Saul and David Saul he was regretting what he did but David he was truly repenting when David realized it was revealed to him that he was a liar a murderer when he realized what he did he was not trying to to justify himself he was not blaming the woman woman that he saw that that she was provocative that she was not dressed enough 
um, we have to take the full responsibility <coughs> for our eyes, what they see. Um, as Jesus says, it's better that he says harshly, it's better that take out your eyes than if you can't control, if you can't control yourself. Um, and it's a shame that people always try to find excuses for their bad behavior, cheating, following the flesh. David was saying, God, I sinned against you, against all these people. I really felt and I am worthy of all the punishment and death. Whatever you do with me, God, I'm I I'm worthy because I really did bad thing. Um, and when he had this child born, as a result, David was crying to God that God would be saving the child from death, but the child had to die. It was God's justice and God uh, David took full responsibility for his actions because it was part of his repentance. So he took he took all the admitting that of his sin and that the has there will be consequences. But he took it fully, but he did not blame God for it because he took God's forgiveness and he moved on he moved moved forward in life with with lesson learned with big lesson but his heart was changed but we're talking about big big sins here about sin is killing it cheating but there are so many small things that we don't even consider bad that can easily deceive us because we don't take seriously. Um, when we justify ourselves that, oh, I just gossiped about somebody, but I didn't really harm the person. Um, and then it's very easy to lose that sensitivity to sin, to consciousness, because it doesn't seem that horrible. But with God, God, sin is sin. When God confronted Saul, when Saul was confronted that he sinned, he, you destroyed things. You didn't wait for God. You, what, what Saul was saying, he was saying, these people, they were pressuring me. They were pushing me to do such things. He was saying, I didn't have a choice. They were pushing me. They were, there was no, no repentance. It, we have to say, God, I failed. I was complete. I have fear. I failed. My mistake. But Saul didn't do that. It was not his position. And when we are renewed in the Spirit, we have the Holy Spirit in us. 
it cannot allow the sin inside of us. Um, it's that constant battle that's happening inside that makes us uncomfortable. Just as some <laughs> people um, should feel this big discomfort, you feel that you feel a constant kind of guilt and burning like um, discomfort in your spirit and uh, what the devil does is he tries to create the fake peace so in order to survive this like discomfort you create you kind of like hide these feelings you put in some kind of fake peace you cover it with things what Saul did he went to to the sorceress um, to uh, evoke the dead spirits when you're tr trying to create this fake peace you start to there's a spirit that introduces herself as God but it's a fake God spirit when we we are all connected in spirit and we see that when certain people starts in my my life I saw certain people as Christians but they say they hear God's voice they hear God's guidance but uh, and they completely follow it, obey, but by their actions, we see that it's not God's spirit. It's some kind of demonic spirits that introduce, imitate God. They try to deceive people. While we have this chance to repent, only go to God and be completely honest in your repentance and see God only come back next time for more examples more um, analyzing of these um, topics but I'm just gonna sum up that all these things like unforgiveness uh, temptations uh, divorcing if we take this topic divorce the Bible says it is a sin and um, God doesn't say God doesn't give permission if do you know that it's a sin we can say I have millions of excuses um, every sin brings it leads to death um, sometimes you know that I know certain situations allow them to divorce because maybe because a Christian and and believer that didn't allow the Christian to come to God where maybe it was obstructing relationship with God but and I know these people created new families that God still blesses, but I had this situation uh, where I had to bless 
people who were divorced and they created new families. And I had this discomfort in my spirit, that bad feeling that I can't bless them because it's not God's kind of, it wasn't God's plan. It was truly from their flesh ambition. Um, so certain people act upon, they repent and they take their responsibility for their actions. But other people just act upon the spirit of, yeah, it's just ungodly spirit of temptations. It's only one step away. Um, it's only a matter of of repentance or not being pride, prideful, um, trying to follow your own ambition and desires. Um, when I have my dog in the house and I say, Simba, come, come with me, come for a walk. So sometimes she doesn't want to go, just looks at me and stays in her place. But sometimes I have to take her and carry her out. And then eventually she gives up and gets going, starts walking. So we uh, found some tricks in order how to make her do something. It's you give her little snacks. She will do whatever we want her. She will do all kinds of tricks. Um, if you put her in one place, she will wait her patiently in one position in order to get that snack. Just like for our dog, with this snack, that she could do anything just to get it. It, it is her weakness. And we all should analyze ourselves and find what is my weakness and where devil can trick me and deceive me into doing things he didn't want to do. I'm going to leave this now here, but I will not leave this topic. I'm going to talk. I know we have a lot of time the whole year, but I want to thank you, God, for what you're doing in our lives, in our hearts. I know that it is your goodness, your mercy, your grace that is godly Father's love for His children. That You love us, God. You love us the way we are. You want to restore our lives when we fail. You want to show us the real way of repentance. And even though we are trying to justify ourselves, even though the pride gets in the way, even what, even though it's so difficult to acknowledge our failure that we did wrong, but I, I, I ask you, God, that you give us strength, give us that a heart, a heart, new heart that is soft, that is easily mended, easily shaped, a repenting heart. 
acknowledging that we need you, God, that we don't want to go without you. I pray that the Holy Spirit feels on the church, feels everyone, that new spirit of holiness, refreshing spirit of holiness fills us. I thank you for your goodness, your mercy, Jesus. I pray every family, I pray every household, whoever is going through challenges, conflicts, difficulties, that you give them the mercy to to find solutions, find the answers, clarify things, show the way, show the the solutions for everyone, what they need to do, what changes needs to happen, that we are this these humble people like clay that God can fix, God can shape us according to his his plan. Well, thank you God for that. I thank you for your mercy.